0: Hi, I'm Marikita
1: Solis, Vegan Empowerment Coach, and I'm here today in this workshop that is being brought to you by WeDidIt.Health to talk about... Hi, I'm Marikita Solis with WeDidIt.Health, and I'm here to talk to you today about healing relationships with gentleness and radical responsibility. Relationships with others can be tricky and sometimes we feel frustrated that we don't know what to do, that we're trapped in a cycle, a cycle that is not open to newness or possibilities with this other person. We can't understand them and they can't understand us and we feel frustrated and mad. We cry, we scream and it gets us nowhere. So today I'm going to talk to you about how to really move into discovery and healing in your
0: relationships. Thank you for being here. So I'm gonna be sharing my screen. All right, healing relationships. With gentleness and
1: radical responsibility. That's what we're talking about today. And again, I'm with We Did it. Health. I strongly believe in everything We Did it. Health is doing for our planet to promote whole food, plant-based eating. To effectively communicate, to teach effective communication to her ambassadors, to the We Did it. Health's ambassadors. And to promote unity in our mission to heal with whole food, plant-based living, and vegan lifestyles for our planet, for the animals, for ourselves, for our health. So who am I? I'm a vegan empowerment coach. I help vegans that are struggling in anger and sadness, depression, and they turn people off. They feel sad at night, they they can't go to sleep because they're upset. And I heard today of someone who had committed suicide from the trauma, I help these people heal and become more powerful, more confident and effective advocates. I'm an animal ministry leader at Praying Paws, animal ministry at Unity North. I'm an animal handler and docent at the Chattahoochee Nature Center where I volunteer my time for animals that have been rescued that cannot be released back into the wild. I'm a vegan lifestyle coach and educator. I got my certification with Victoria Moran's Main Street Vegan Academy. I'm a feminine empowerment coach, an animal rights activist with, um, well, yeah, with PETA is what it should say. Sometimes I've been um, in the marches with PETA and GARP, Georgia, Georgia Animal Rights and Protection. I'm a dog mom mom to my rescue, mix and mix Louie. This is some photos of me having fun, me having fun at Farm of the Free Animal Sanctuary. Uh, My friend, I went to support um, the LBGTQ community at my church. And one of my friends had a chicken. And so I was so excited to, this is Maymay to hold May May and she's a sweet girl. And then, then the other f- picture also is at Farm of the Free. And that's in Good, Good Hope Georgia, a small town. Try to stop that noise making I'm making. All right. Uh-oh, I'm advancing too fast. So as this is me as a young girl, I really didn't know what these two words meant. I was born with them, but as I grew older, I didn't understand gentleness and I didn't understand self-compassion as it is applied, as it was applied to myself. This little girl hated herself. I mean, she grew into someone that hated herself because she felt she struggled with who she was. She hated that hair and she didn't know how beautiful she was. So that, that's my journey. Today, I love myself, no matter what my hair looks like, no matter what I look like, no matter what I've done, what I haven't done, I love myself. And I stepped into self-compassion with Kristin Neff's book, Self-Compassion. I was at a very, very low point in my life, hating myself every day, thinking of everything wrong with me, just playing that script over and over. I was on the channel of, you're a loser, you don't matter. Right. And, and what does that do to somebody? Every cell in my body was hearing that it was it. It broke my spirit. I had no confidence. I was crying and sad, so I didn't know where to turn. And I looked up self-compassion and that's where I got the book Self-Compassion by Kristen Neff, which I highly recommend that you immediately get. We can all use more self-compassion. The more self-compassion you have, the more compassion you have for
0: others. All right, stillness is something that we need to bring in. So what I'd like to ask
1: ask you to do right now is let's just take a moment to close our eyes,
0: to sit quietly and just have a centering meditation, a centering exercise. So just breathe deeply down into your
1: heart space, bringing yourself, calling yourself back to you,
0: to the divine essence of you, your perfect soul, connecting with this perfect soul right now, the soul that holds all the answers, the you that has overcome the challenges of life. The you that is
1: filled with self-compassion and gentleness, kindness, radiating strength and power. The you that's in
0: alignment with your inner values, that has unlimited wisdom. Just sitting in that
1: space of discovery, connection to this powerful you. Gratitude for this powerful you that you're connecting with right now. And being
0: aware of the quietness, the stillness of the space. Being in Thanksgiving with all the animals on this planet, mindfully sending love to them, feeling the love come back to you.
1: That channel of love to every animal on this planet, just radiating through me and through you and through all the animals right now. These animals love you. They're standing for you. They are in gratitude for everything you've done for them. Feeling the love from the trees and the rain and the oceans and the winds. Just feeling their magnificent power flow
0: into your heart with quietness, with strength, with love. This connection is beautiful. Being aware of how you are supported to an infinite level by all of the
1: universe. Every living being loves you. You are supported. Every living being is doing their best just as you are. And we send love to every living being out there, hoping that love guides their way, because through love, we will all be healed. Honoring you in this moment, your magnitude, your brilliance, your grace, your discovery process, not knowing all the answers and being okay with that, sitting in the quiet space
0: of. Falling down, getting up your resilience, letting go of the need to
1: have any answers right now, but sitting in the space of exploration, sitting in the space of power and peacefulness, compassion for others and compassion for yourself. Just honoring this, this beautiful space and carrying this with us to the rest of the day and every day forward.
0: And so we say yes, and so it is, and so it shall be. So when you feel like it, you may open your eyes. So let's talk a little bit here. Let's talk about what a loving angel would say.
1: Now, there's a workbook that is included in this, and it will be in the description. So I'd like for you to take a few minutes to write down now, to begin writing down,
0: what a loving angel would say about you. And this is not, this is not a an analytical
1: process. This is a process from the heart. We're talking about an angel that is just full of love for you. This is not an angel that just is accepting of you. We're talking about an angel that is overjoyed with your
0: presence. What would this angel say about you? This angel that has compassion for you on your journey? Just take a few moments to write down what this loving angel would say about you. so if you have the workbook you're following along there um, what i'd like to talk to you next is courage so what is courage
1: core c-o-u-r comes from the latin word heart that cur, c-o-u-r So courage is the mental or moral strength to venture, persevere, and withstand danger, fear, or difficulty. This is defined by Merriam Webster. And this is a courageous process, taking radical responsibility, looking at our relationships and seeing how we can heal. This is something that takes courage. So I want to make that very clear. You are courageous in watching this workshop. You're courageous in being here today. And I honor
0: you and I thank you for that. I thank you for your courage. So write down an an example of a time you exhibited courage. Take your time here. When was a time that you were very
1: courageous? And it doesn't have to be where you saved someone's life. It doesn't have to be anything like that. It can be when you felt really sad, but you still got up out of bed and went to work. It can be when you didn't know what something to say to a friend that was hurting, but you still went over to that friend's house and supported them. That takes courage. So there's many different
0: ways that you have exhibited courage. So take a few minutes and write this down. Take all the time you need. It's very courageous to stand up and, and to
1: speak out for our animals, to, to share with, about veganism. As activists, as ambassadors, it can be very scary to share about why you became vegan or why you became whole food plant-based. That takes courage. So make sure that you're including all these little tiny
0: examples of courage and celebrating yourself. All right. So now I'd like to talk about conflict.
1: Conflict is a normal part of life, but how we navigate conflict is the key to peace. Conflict is coming. We know there're going to be heated discussions. We know people are going to be angry. We know emotions are going to be um, are going to be high. We know people will be triggered. But how do you handle that? Do you know when you've been triggered? Do you know when you've, you feel like you're losing control? What do you do about
0: it? That's the question, right? How do you handle this? All right. Imagine a relationship that you would like to heal. Imagine how it was
1: before there was this um, strife in the relationship, before there were these
0: issues. Imagine that good friend that you had or a family member. So if you look at your workbook, what is it about this relationship
1: that makes you want to heal the past wounds? What do you
0: miss about this friendship? How did it bring joy into your life? So go ahead and take time to take some notes on this. What is it about the relationship
1: that you'd like, that you still want to salvage it, that you see that, you
0: miss it, right? What is it about the friendship that you had? And where did it go wrong? What What about the friendship was so special? So take your time to write some notes. Just jot down a few things.
1: There are no right or wrong answers here. This is a discovery process. And if you don't know the answers, that's fine too. Write down, I'm not sure. I don't know, that's fine. We're being very gentle with ourselves
0: here. We're moving at our own pace. No rushing, no forcing. If it's too much to think about, that's okay. We're not here to force anything. So what is the story that's played over and over in your mind about this relationship? Maybe you feel like you are a victim Maybe you feel like you were wronged.
1: I was wrong. That person won't listen to me. I I told them, I asked them to watch Earthlings and they watched it and they didn't care. They're so mean and so heartless. So that could be a story that I I would play over and over in my mind. And what would that cause me? How would that make me feel? What's the story that that you're playing over and over in your mind on a, a loop about this person and this relationship? Just be aware of what this is. We're not saying it's right or wrong. We're just being aware. Aware with gentleness again. You're not a bad person. You're a human being having a human
0: experience. Working on healing. You're absolutely perfect as you are. So as you think about this, if you feel any shame or guilt, please have self-compassion. Guilt is I did something wrong. Shame is I am wrong or I am bad. I did something bad is guilt.
1: We all do our best. Sometimes we make mistakes. And that's part of life. Again, part of being human. So let's have compassion for ourselves. Sure, I might have said the wrong thing, but I I was overwhelmed at that moment. I was about to cry. I was so angry I couldn't think straight.
0: That's self-compassion. Okay, let's move on. All right, let's take a deep breath for this
1: one. (laughs) What is the other person's point of view and where might it be coming from? So if we're speaking to someone that
0: hasn't heard us about veganism, let's use that for an example. Why is it that they're not understanding? Maybe they don't, maybe
1: they're not an animal lover. What is their point of view? So we know that people have just been saturated since little tiny children with commercials about how meat is crucial to our bodies, how we have to drink milk and all this this misleading information. So what might be their point of view? maybe their parents are farmers and ranchers and maybe they're afraid that they can't make that, that you know there wouldn't be any money the family business would go under if they switched to veganism they wouldn't know how to survive so think about it so what we're going to do right now is we're going to move ourselves over put ourselves to one side and get under their under their point of view right this isn't about us anymore it's about them And if we don't know what that point of view is, then we need to ask them, I would love to know how you feel about this. May I ask, you know, is it okay if I ask you? Asking permission. Asking permission. Because it's crucial in healthy relationships that we know what the other person's point of view is and where it might be coming from. Most people are not that are in a relationship with you are not gonna want to upset you. They're not out there just to make you mad. They're coming from a different place.
0: They don't wanna make themselves mad. They don't wanna be frustrated. They just wanna be hurt. How does their point of view make you feel?
1: Does it make you angry? Does it make you angry that they can only see that we have to have milk or we're not gonna
0: survive? Does that, how does that make you feel? Does it make you frustrated that they can't connect the dots? So go ahead and write down how their point of view makes you feel may be angry, may be frustrated, may be hopeless. Okay, so look at the feelings you previously wrote down just now and send those feelings love.
1: Let's just sit in the quietness. If it was anger, I send you love, anger. What does that anger look like? Maybe it looks like a little fiery ball inside your chest, right? What does that look like if you're if you're so mad? What
0: does that madness look like? Maybe it's a giant ball of red light.
1: So just sitting in this quiet space and sending those feelings, love. Thank you, anger, for showing me, for telling me,
0: for guiding me. If it wasn't for anger, I wouldn't be vegan. Thank you, compassion, for opening up my heart to others and myself. Thank you, frustration, for pointing out that something's wrong. Thank you, sadness, for showing me a different route. And so if you had asked me probably 20 years ago to send my
1: feelings love, I would have thought you were crazy. But this is how I healed,
0: by accepting, accepting and loving all parts of myself. All right. What would it mean if you had power
1: in how the conversation plays out? What if you became a creator, a co-creator in your relationships instead of a victim,
0: instead of someone who was wronged? What would that look like? What would that mean? You have the power to influence your relationships. So
1: here we are. Accepting, standing in the fact that we have the power, you have it, to create your relationship with other people. These relationships, you have the power to influence them. What we're going to let go of is reactivity. And what is reactivity? If someone gets upset and they get mad and they hurl an insult at us, do we respond? Do we
0: think calmly and respond? Or do we yell an insult back? That's reactivity.
1: Insult upon insult. Well, I asked for this and you didn't give it to me. Well, I asked you for that and you didn't do, you know, you you didn't do that for me. Well, you didn't do this and you, that's reactivity, right? That's not responsiveness. Responsiveness is healthy communication, responding with peacefulness and mindfulness in the way we speak to others. It's not blowing up and it's having, being mindful, like if I'm going to blow up, taking myself out of the room where I don't blow up, or saying, I've got to take some time time out here, things are getting out of hand. That's being responsible, responsible for
0: yourself in these relationships and communication with others. All right. So as a co-creator
1: in your relationships, What can you take radical responsibility for in this relationship? And again, we're doing this with gentleness and compassion. Were you being reactive in the relationship? When the topic was brought up, did they say something that triggered you? And then you said, well, you don't care about animals. You don't care about the environment. Why are you being so selfish? So that's reactive instead of, I'd like to hear more. I'd like to hear more about what you care about. And I'd love
0: to hear more because I care about you as my friend. Where did things go? Where did things take a different turn that wasn't on in alignment with respectful communication? And again, we're doing this with gentleness and compassion. We're not beating ourselves up. We're aware
1: that we're humans and we make mistakes. And that's okay. That's part of the human experience. It's part of life. All right, let's see here. Let's go back to here for a minute. So we're following along in the notebook, in your workbook. And mindfully imagine stepping into responsiveness, which includes empathy Deep listening, kindness, letting go of judgment,
0: opposition, the need to be right, and letting go of reactivity. As a co-creator in your relationships, what can you take radical
1: responsibility
0: for in the relationship? All right, no need to force, no need to bring
1: shame and guilt. And if you do see shame and guilt, self-compassion is, is the,
0: the healing tool here. I am not a saint. I'm not sitting in superiority of anyone. I've
1: misspoke. I've gotten mad. I've raised my voice. I've done it all. Yes,
0: I have. And I take responsibility for that. I've ruined relationships. I've been there. So again, this isn't something that has to be
1: done. All of this has to be answered today. This is a discovery process. Come back to this workbook at your own time and pace and put it down,
0: pick it up again and see what newness is brought forth on a different day. Because this, again, as I said before, this is a courageous process. Again, courage comes from the word heart. All right. And so let's move on to proactive steps for healing. Invite your friend to a healing conversation.
1: And so saying, I love you. I miss our friendship, right? I want to, to, I want to move our friendship to a greater level. Somehow we fell off track and I know that I was part of that, right? I take responsibility. Start by taking responsibility for your part in the problem. I love you. I miss you or whatever seems right to you to say, to ensure that your friend, that this is a safe space. I'm ready to take part, take my responsibility for what I did to hurt our relationship. This isn't about blaming. It's not about shaming. It's not about that. I want, it's about healing and I love you. All right. Making sure that you tell them this isn't about saying who was wrong, who was right, who was at fault. None of that. This is about respectfully listening to each other and, and accepting each other's ideas. So apologize. Apologize for the hurt it caused the relationship. I'm so sorry that. What I said really has caused a riff in our relationship. I take full responsibility for it. No excuses, no reasons, no, none of this. It was because of this or it was because of this or because no, I take full responsibility for my part in hurting the relationship. Ask them, ask them about their experience of what had happened. How did it feel like to you when this happened? How did you, what were your feelings
0: afterwards? After we had that conversation or how did it impact you? I love you. And I want to
1: know, I want, I'd like to, you know, make things right. Validate their feelings. If they said, I felt cornered, I felt pressured. I see that you felt cornered now I understand that you felt pressured and I I that was wrong I want I'm glad you told me because I don't want to do that to you or anyone else especially not you and invite them to share what would make this right what can I do to heal our relationship what can I do to show you this means so much to me that your friendship means so much to me What can I do to make this right? And then commit to working together to overcome the issue. I commit to you that our relationship is on a bigger, greater level of communication and of love and understanding than ever before. You have my word on that. Think. Thank them for their time and tell you how much you value their friendship. Thank you, thank you, thank you. That should be the beginning and end of everything. Thank you for coming here to talk with me. I love you. I value you. And I respect you. And so let's say that someone's not interested in it. Then you still can say, thank you for being honest with me. Thank you for being honest with me. I appreciate that. And if you ever change your mind and would like to talk more, I'm open to it.
0: Or just thank you for your, for your sincerity. I appreciate that. So we're
1: not going to end the, the attempts at healing by being
0: angry again. We're going to be accepting of everyone here. because we're not going to force. We're doing this in love and gentleness, compassion for all.
1: The wisdom that all relationships have struggles and conflicts. How we handle them is
0: crucial, it's whether they survive or not. All right. So, well, thank you for that, listening and the awareness that you all have brought forth today. Be gentle with
1: yourselves in this process again. Take your time, come back to the workshop, workbook workshop, rewatch it, reread it. So I would like to share with you about a group coaching program that is beginning next month. It's becoming an effective, become an effective, confident, peaceful advocate, to this, in three months, taking action, you will have a goal. In this selected group of vegan, plant-based individuals, and you will come together every week to work on your goal. Whether that's being speaking in front of someone, maybe it's about getting a vegan group together, maybe having a vegan meetup group or hopefully plant-based show or. Uh, I don't know what it could be for you, but whatever it is, there's going to be a tangible outcome at the end of three months. We're going to be in a supportive container where we all meet every week to see the action steps taken to get there, to live in peace, to live in confidence, to live in power as effective advocates for our planet, effective ambassadors. We need you. The earth needs you. Animals need you. To be able to speak confidently, to be able to be resilient, to get back up, not to be crying all the time. Sure, tears are fine, but to cry all the time is not to thrive. That is not thriving. So this is what my program is about. Message me on Facebook. Sign up for a chat to see if you are a fit. I'm taking applications now. for this program and this is where you can find me
0: mariquitasolis.com or Solis, coaching at gmail.com my
1: facebook group is empowered vegans voices of strength for mother earth and i have a youtube channel where every week i interview outstanding vegans and whole food plant-based leaders to inspire you to
0: take action to give you insight on how you can do more for our planet. And last of all, thank
1: you for being the beautiful soul that you are, for being the ambassador for animals, for being the activist, for good health, for our world, for every living being. Thank you from the bottom of my heart and thank you for listening to this, to spending time with me and listening to me. Maybe you don't even know
0: who I am, but I thank you for your time and I honor you. So if this is something you'd like to talk more about,
1: please DM me, message me, email me. I would love to talk more about it. I also help vegans that are struggling with self-esteem issues. I used to be there. Like I said before, I used to hate myself and that was not a place of power. I I could not be an effective advocate if I hated myself because I didn't believe in myself. I wouldn't have been up here doing a presentation back then. So I honor you and I hope that you reach out to me because I would love for you to be part of my program. Please, if you haven't been on We Did It Health, go there and take the one question survey. And if you're not a member of We Did It Health, if you're not an ambassador, we have groups on Facebook. There's a We Did It Health page, the Vegans and Plant Based Ambassadors group. We have a certification program where you can be a vegan whole food plant-based ambassador so please reach out to us today we want you to be standing in power and thriving you are not alone i'm standing with you the animals are standing with you the universe is standing with you thank you for everything
2: Hello, and welcome to the units for the Grassroots Ambassador Certification Workbook. I am Sally Lipsky, author of the workbook. Know that much of the workbook content is based on Angela Crawford's ebook titled "Plant Based for Health: Seven Best Practices to Inspire Loved Ones to Go Plant Based." The ebook is located on this teachable platform. I suggest that you have the ebook open for referral as you make your way through the workbook units. Also, throughout the workbook pages, you will see small pen bullets or icons. These indicate that there is a writing reflection exercise or an application activity. You will type your answers to these activities within the teachable document. When you have submitted your completed workbook activities, you will receive confirmation from the We Did Health Organization and your personal grassroots ambassador certificate. As I conclude, I hope you make your way through the workbook with feeling more proficient and more confident as you learn and practice various communication skills. Thank you and goodbye.